Hello out there, it's Video Game Fury. How are you guys doing out there today? Very interesting topic to talk about today. Um, you may have saw, if you follow the PlayStation blog, the announcement of the new PlayStation Plus tiers. Now, this was the codename Spartacus that uh, Sony's been throwing around since late last year, where they supposedly were going to make it the Xbox Game Pass competitor that uh, everyone's been kind of asking them if they're going to do, and supposedly this is it. Now, I gotta wonder, is this really the competitor that we would say is for Game Pass? Because obviously there's some key differences behind this. Like, first of all, first of all, if you look at the tiers here, and I, I, I don't have the page in front of me here, but last I remember is that they have the three tiers. They have the Essential Package, which is the basic PlayStation Plus that we all get today. You'll get your two free monthly titles, you'll get cloud storage online, yada, yada, yada. So that that's all there if you're sticking with that. Then you have um, the uh, next bunch, which is, I think it's called Extra, which is where you're going to get at least 400-plus titles across different first- and third-party realms from the PS4 and PS5 era that you can download at your leisure. That's about, last I saw, it was like a $15 increase, so I think I'm paying $25 right now quarterly, so that means it would be about $40 if you wanted to get on this deal. And then there's the, the premium package, if you will, which is basically, I think it's at $60 a quarter. I pay quarterly, so I'm going off the quarterly package here. So uh, I, I know there's different rates for if it's monthly or yearly. Uh, I think the yearly one for that is like 130 which is, wow, it's, that's pretty high up there. But it's basically, you've got, I suppose, you have 500 plus additional games coming out of that. And you're not only getting from PS4 and 5, you're also getting from the PS2. Uh, PS1 and the PSP. No mention of Vita, which is very interesting. That seems to be the system that even though they've never really officially announced that they've declared dead, they indirectly seem to keep applying that. But then, of course, there's the uh, the redheaded stepchild of all the consoles of PlayStation Ad, which is the PS3. Still can't seem to get out of that, uh, that cell processor world or find a way to get it emulated properly across their systems because it's still available through their streaming service in this in this tier through the PlayStation Now service. Now, I know uh, I have not touched PlayStation Now since probably like a year after it launched. And it was really more just the streaming service on, on its own through the Gaikai service that Sony bought a long time ago. Terrible as hell at the time there. Like, I tried playing Shadow of the Colossus. The buffering was so ridiculous that I just could not fathom playing it there but from what i've heard it's improved a little bit there and there are download options through ps now compared to doing it on streaming it's not all the games but they have some games that are downloadable for there and some of them you still have to stream through it and this ps3 game just just seemed to be at the bottom of the litter when it comes to this kind of support just for whatever reason uh and probably the best reason is that they have hindered themselves so much through that cell processor in the ps3 that it just becomes a hard game to architect and get over there and i think that is the big differentiator for them as you know with xbox they've invested heavily during the xbox one generation in backwards compatibility they obviously didn't have this problem with their past systems when it comes to blocking like ps3 tends to be so that tends to be the big blocker there the other thing about this service is that sony is not doing day and dates with their first-party games, unlike Microsoft, um, you will still have to pay $70 for uh, the next God of War game and potentially Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine, like any of those upcoming titles down the road. Um, 
you will be still in the $70 business model. And, you know, Jim Ryan's gone on record saying that um, it's just not, it will take away, it's just uh, not a great service to do so there. That's too expensive to support. Um, and it just makes me really think how much they really do believe in the subscription model. This for, I, I think I saw uh, Andre Renee on Twitter uh, tweet as well, and I thought it was very, very good. Uh, way to say it is that this feels more it feels less about the value and more about the convenience so like if you're already on playstation plus still you're already doing great you're still getting your two monthly titles you got cloud storage and all that um so you're good there but to i don't know i mean to get to the kind of titles, especially third party, when xbox is already doing a lot of that as it is anyway if you're already on the service that is but not also offering your game, your first-party games day and dates, feels like a little bit of a mess. And I understand Sony is not Microsoft. Like, they don't have the kind of cash package that Microsoft has where they can just throw billions around and it's like a blip on the radar for them. Obviously, Sony is not like that. Um, they are surviving and thriving mostly on their PlayStation business. I mean, if you look at any other department or sector of Sony, uh, they're not doing that great. Like, PlayStation's really the big moneymaker for them. Uh, they made a huge gamble on 3D TVs back in the day that failed miserably for them, and I think they're paying for it a lot, uh, which is why PlayStation tends to be, like, the saving grace for Sony right now. So they really can't afford to... I can understand the way they can really, really afford to possibly do that, especially when they invest so heavily on their first-party games as it is, including the marketing spend, too. Uh, it's a lot for them, and I can kind of understand the way, but if you're going out of your way to call yourselves this, is, this being the Game Pass competitor, I don't think you're really there. I mean, I'm sorry to say it for Sony, but that's not the Game Pass competitor. This is just more a convenience of saying, hey, we're going to have more games for you to play. On service, and that's great. I mean, I'm not going to take away from that uh, as it is. They clearly needed to answer Game Pass in some capacity when it comes to subscription service, but to really call it a competitor in that regard, I just don't think it's happening. Um, it just doesn't sound like it's the way it's going to go. And I just think the tiers, the pricing is just really out there. Uh, I just, and I feel really bad for PS3. I know some people don't tend to dismiss that system as not having the great games, but I mean, you've got... I mean, come on. I mean... And I know some of the stuff has been remastered. Like, you don't have to worry about The Last of Us anymore because that's been remastered. Uh, the first couple of Uncharted's, I uh, believe, are on there too. But I mean, you still got games in there that are still not, you know, being rescued. Like, if you're fans of, like, the uh, the Sly Cooper games or the Jax games or something. Um, was there a Jax next during PS3? I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was all just PS2. Um, resistance games um, are stuck on that system as well. Uh, it's a very, it's a sad thing to be stuck on a streaming service that you don't know if it's going to get the investment or improvements that uh, you know Microsoft put a, put a lot into when it comes to XCloud. Like I love, I I haven't touched my XCloud in a while, but there was a time when I was playing Destiny Two on my MacBook and it was great. So. It's uh, it's a lot to take in, and I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on this uh, new PlayStation Plus tiered service here. Um, there are some good things I have out of here, but I just kind of wonder uh, by making it as pricey at the highest levels as they do, 
on top of the fact that they're not getting their first their new first party games day and day on the service, I truly wonder if it's going to be the competitor to Xbox Game Pass that people are looking for. 